Welcome to the Clubhouse Podcast, exclusively brought to you by Oz American Aces. Please make sure you have subscribed to all our channels and are also following us on social media at Oz American Aces so you don't miss a beat. Righto, let's get into the show. All right, welcome back. Episode six of the Clubhouse. Uh, things have changed around here a little bit differently from the last time we were in. A uh, little break last week, but we're back. Got a new addition. Um, but yeah, boys are back in. Um, prelim final this week as well, so it's all exciting. Um, but yeah, we're back episode six, so thank you for tuning in. And uh, yeah, we're sorry about missing last week, but it was for for good reason, we promise. Um, but we're back now and two more episodes to go after this, so it's um, yeah, very exciting and uh, looking forward to it. But um, what's been happening, lads? Obviously, big result last week that got us into the prelim, but what's been happening in life outside of footy? Um, anything been happening, Munster? How's dad life going? Uh, look, um, it's up and down. Um, <laughs> my young, my young fellas, um, I've, I'm obviously my oldest fella, he's, he's a dream. Uh, sleeps like a absolute uh, madman. <laughs> he loves his sleep. Obviously a bit, a bit mad like myself, but, um, a young fella, he just doesn't want to go down at the moment. Um, you have to hold him to go to sleep and yeah, I'm ready to fry him out, to be honest. <laughs> I've had was, a gutful. Bianca's like, oh, I want another one. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's <laughs> it out. I've had it. I've had enough. You've been, you've got your Yankees inspired kit today. You're a big fan, are you? Babe Ruth, mate. Um, <laughs> look, a big fan of baby. I was, I was born around that time. Um, that's how old I am these days. Um, nah, look, I, I, I thought, you know what's in the cupboard? Beautiful day outside, 26. So thought I just might as well just wear something different for the potty. 26 in Melbourne today. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding. It didn't feel that warm coming in though, did it? Nah, I think it's a later. It's an Arvo. Starting to heat up in the Arvo. So it's only morning at the moment. So I reckon it'll get hot later and I reckon the beaches will be packed down there. But. Just on that, man, I seen uh, Bianca at the cafe this morning, and honestly, she, do you even help her at home, bro? Honestly, <laughs> she just, we, we sat down, waited for our coffees, and just complained how much you don't do at home, so mm. um, it sounds like you're, well, you're making it out like you're doing everything, but is that true? Are you doing anything at home? I'm probably more doing more things with Jackson than I am with Bianca. <laughs> um, it's a lot easier hanging out with Jackson, that's for sure. Uh but like I'm probably not doing hands-on stuff, but um, she's doing it out of spite. When he wakes up, turns the, like all the lights on in the in the in the bedroom. Like, like she not doesn't make it any quieter. She's not breastfeeding quiet. She's pretty much rubbing in my face by sitting next so, to me, just to wake you up, just to wake me up. And I'm there doing these ones. I'm like, are you taking the piss? <laughs> How many nappies have you changed? You reckon of uh, Jagger? Of I've everyone. changed everyone. Uh, no, Jackson I, as well. No, I changed oh, really? nappies. Yeah, uh, I, I I do mostly Jacksons. Yeah. Um, nappies, but um, I've done probably, I reckon, s- 10 plus on Jagger. Oh, there you go. So you're not uh, too bad. No, not too bad. I just don't like um, changing Jagger because if anyone knows that had kids, it sticks a fair bit and it's very hard to wipe <laughs> off. So, uh, that's why you've been coming in the yeah, transfer so, like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing the old scrunch and fold with uh, the kids. So they're, they're getting ready for the for the scrunch and fold uh, segment soon. Yeah, Front right. to back with kids or? Uh, I'll go front. front, back, forward, um, around the groins. Um, <laughs> so. You're going to clean every up the back, don't you? Up the back the spine. As well. Yeah, up the <laughs> spine, to the neck, right up to the neck. Uh, uh, what about you, Husey? What's been happening? Got your Masters-inspired uh, kit on today. Yeah, yep. Um, haven't been playing much golf lately, so that's why mm. I got the Masters tee on. And um, I think we're going to heading out for a game tomorrow, actually. So Metro, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Lucky. Um, Lucky. So it should be a bit of fun. I think there's eight of us getting out there. Um, hopefully a bit of cash to be won. Is um, Welchie playing? Out, yes, our mate Welchie will be there. Um, hopefully we can 
Uh, take some more cash is off it, him, I guess. Is it true he um, hit 21 points the other day with you? Yes, it is true. Where was that at? Uh, when did we play? Sunday. A couple of days ago, and uh, that was our Ainsbury. Ainsbury? Uh, I haven't played there. It's a, no. it's a fair bit out west. And um, yeah, we teammate played a couple of the Rebels boys. <laughs> um, they're good players, Ashley, Wilkes, and Juicy, and they got low handicaps, and it was me and me and Welch Dog up the against two them hacks. two, and we... I think I scored 37, which is oh, not yeah. too bad Ooh, for that's me. Good. That's, that's pretty not too good. bad off a high handicap, 20, yeah. 20 handicap. And uh, Welchie had 21 points. Did he it have took nine? him a while to get into double digits, yeah. Was he nine after nine? Nine after nine. Oh. Can we confirm driver come out? It stayed out. That's why he went so bad. Oh, it stayed out the so. whole – I think he used his four iron on the last – the last hole when it was <laughs> when like do or die. We pressed <laughs> and he bring it out. So, uh, But to be fair, I was telling him to stay confident. But now that I think about it, I should have told him to put that thing away. How's you at the start? Yeah, I haven't played golf recently, only on Sunday. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> sorry. That was, that was, I forgot about that. That was like the last, that was the first time I played in like two weeks. So yeah, um, yeah, can't wait to get out there and take some more money. Well, actually win back some money. Tomorrow. Yeah. Well, the next time I play golf is going to be a while because just had to cancel the Queenstown trip, which I was very oh, excited about. That would hurt. That would hurt. But uh, yeah, so what have you I'll been save doing it for another day. The last couple of days, mate. No, not much really. Um, you sort of got to get your feet up for a couple of weeks with this, and um, I'm non weight bearing for about a month. So yeah, we'll touch on that later. But yeah, the last couple of days I've just been resting up, getting a nice tan. Sun's been out here in Melbourne, so. Uh, Tommy commented on that before. Nice little yeah. blow. You, yeah. out, uh, you went out to Slatsy's farm for a- Yeah, been out to Slatsy's farm. Um, yeah, it's that sort of Berwick way there, but yeah. just like a bit of a different scenery and um, Nick and Bill are pretty much my second mum and dad at the moment, um, <laughs> looking after me, making me dinner, making me lunch and everything. But yeah, I think just change of scenery and um, obviously Pez was away in Queensland Cup, so I was mm-hmm. the only one at home. Um, I mean, I'm pretty independent, but it's hard when you only got one foot. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, way bearing through that. that being away there, and I'll go back. Um, I'll go back in a few days just to get back into a routine of that. But it's just hard while I'm doing nothing. It's yeah. Have you hit up Uber Eats for a sponsorship? Yeah, I should. I've already ordered it three times in the last couple <laughs> of days. Holy heck! I actually ordered. Uh, the sad thing is, I'm ordering like from Richmond, so it's like. I live in Richmond. I'm ordering from, from places like in Richmond. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. Oh. I need your apartment. <laughs> I was thinking this morning, I was like, oh, I have time to go get a coffee, come back. And then I was like, no, I can't. Like, mm. I'm on crutches. I can't hold the coffee to come back. Yeah. Oh. So then Tommy's just going to get us some coffees now. What a, what a good what bloke. A but, um, I'm going to beat him in fantasy. What a guy. Yeah. It's just <laughs> last few days. I tried to go into training yesterday and it's just like, there's not much you can do. So mm, tough. Um, I'll figure it out the next week or so. But yeah, laying low the first couple of days. So. Um, all right, let's break into the icebreaker. It's let's obviously mm. first thing we do, got carried away there, but um, yeah, for so good reason. We'll, go, we'll come back. We'll come back to it. Um, we've got this one from Ilona Bari. Uh, this is a tough one to think of. So um, we've looked over at the start of the podcast. Uh, I'm still not sure, but I'm hopefully hoping the boys can get me a bit of guidance on their answers. If you had the chance to invent a country, what would you name it? And let's like let's build into it, right? Let's yeah. say like what continent, where, yeah, would, it be? where would it be? Yeah, okay. What's your peak weather? Like, what do you, what language are you speaking? Yeah. Um, do you want to go? Do you got anything, Mike? Oh, we've got something in the works. <laughs> <Are> you guys, <laughs> uh, okay. probably more straight off the dome. I like what you when <laughs> when you come up with stuff. Uh, off the dome. It'd be, I reckon, similar to Sailor Croatia. I think a little bit of like the yachts and stuff. Call it Money Island. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, this obviously, the only way you can get to the island is on a yacht. Yeah. Um, no service, so no phone, so no one's always sitting on their phones trying to obviously 
you use social media, so everyone gets to mingle and spend time together. Obviously, a golf course on the island. Yep. Been thinking really hard about that. <laughs> uh, a nice little rooftop bar with a nice Italian little restaurant, maybe a little bit of seafood. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, a bit of a party island at the same time. But have one side golf, the other side party. And then we might even have a little family side little on family, the, yeah, yeah, little family, little crash yeah. or something over the other side. Good save, good save. <laughs> That's actually that, you've <laughs> sold the dream for yeah. you there. I reckon. Mm. I mean, oh. Italian food in Croatia though. Like, what's the? Is there a Croatian food or? No. I'm not too sure. I've never been over there, but I've always wanted. To, <laughs> I've always wanted. To, obviously, good. I've heard but good news good. about Croatia, but I'm more thinking. I don't know. I, I was more just using the concept of Croatia of the yacht sailing mm, the yacht. yacht. So mm. I could obviously be anywhere else around um, the world, but um, I just love my Italian food, and I thought there'd be a nice little restaurant or seafood around that area. Yeah, right. Mm. No, no phones. No, no Wi-Fi. Phones, no phones. No Wi-Fi. No, nah, yeah, just go over there and just enjoy the the scenery and just enjoy yourself and enjoy the moment around there. Just be in the moment. Interesting mm. one. So it's not bad. You sold the dream to me. I'd move there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do's. I don't know. I, it's a weird name. I'll probably just put a couple of places that I've grown up with, uh, grown up in, and live in. So New Zealand, obviously. Yep. So I'll put new. What do you? Th- I'll start right, with yeah, new. Yeah. This is the name. This is the name. All right. New. New. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> Coast. New Melbourne Coast. Coast. Oh, Oh, okay. I just went for, yeah, New Zealand, Melbourne, Gold Coast. Don't mind. What about um, like Townsville and that? You spent a bit of time at Townsville? Nah, brushed. No. I I like, I enjoyed my time up there, but it's not, it doesn't hold, it does hold something, you know, (laughs) close to my heart, but not as much as those other three. And I don't want to have a bloody huge long name, so... Um, so I'll go with that. New Melbourne Coast. Doesn't actually sound too bad now that I think about it. Mm. New Melbourne Coast. NMC. NMC. Wait, yeah, that's pretty good. What's on the island or is it an island or is it a... Uh, yeah, it'll be a little island, oh, a biggish island. Yeah, um, like Tasmania. Obviously, a little bit bigger than that. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, sun, obviously, nice weather. Yeah. Good surf. Ooh. Yeah. Good surf. Yeah. Um, but it'll be cold, cold water like New Zealand and they can have um, all, uh, like the seafood that they have in New Zealand because they got some quality right. seafood in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um and then on land it'll just have Shit. Italian food. Mm. Hey, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. Don't, don't do that, bro. <laughs> My fellow Kiwis. Um yeah, just have I guess normal stuff. Sort of like uh, I was gonna say Gold Coast, but be similar to Gold Coast, similar to Wellington, and similar to Melbourne. Nice okay. city, good lots food. of sport. Lots of sport. Lots of sport, good food. Uh, great people. What's the major sport? You know how for like yeah, oh, okay. yeah. you know yeah. how like for and it can't be sport. Yeah, it cannot national be sport. sport. Yeah. yeah, can't be a rugby can't be, league. I might go off the cuff. Hmm, that's a good one. Actually, I want to. I'll try something that's not like massive, a massive sport. Golf is that too much? Or maybe golf or skateboarding? Do you reckon I'm golf's gonna go a national sport there. anyway? Do you reckon it's yeah, I reckon it's I reckon it's picked up since COVID. I reckon everyone's playing like it. National sport. I don't think it's a national, national sport anyway, no, though. No, you're probably right. There's no national sport. Because what country go. would it be? Yeah. Well, well I'll Melbourne take Coast, it then. Yeah, yeah, New Melbourne Coast. Yeah, the golf, golf is a national sport. Yeah, well, yeah, you just can. tipped out Money Island. <laughs> Money Island second. What you what's your national sport of um what you call Money Island? Money Island. I'm gonna go um Beer pong. Beer pong. <laughs> Beer pong. National team. And what's the national team called? Big on Otis. The what? Horseitis, you reckon? <laughs> Big Otis. No, oh, national team God. name. Um, oh, let's call it the Dollars. 
Dollars. The dollars. The dollars. The dollar, the dollar pongs. pongs. The dollar pongs. You got. You, you surely you've, you've taken a bit of inspiration yeah, yeah. from us. What do you got, Pepe? You, you have to have the best now. You I live in both countries for sure. <laughs> um, coming up with a name's hard. I liked your idea of going where you're from. Mm. Um, I think I'd just call mine Pappy Land. Yeah, I like that. And big, it's big and it's going to be. Uh, Good, good weather, nice warm weather, but it gets real cold in the winter. So like that Melbourne yeah, sort of yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the water's warm all the time. Okay. So like I'm talking Hawaii water. Yeah, that's my idea. National sport for us will be uh, badminton. <laughs> just I don't know, just something you can play everywhere. Yeah, yeah any sport, indoor, outdoor, whatever, and um, just a small population. I think people you want to be people knocking the doors to come in. Yeah. Happy land. So yeah. um, that's me. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely live in both your countries. So good question, Lona. Mm. Lona, I think it is. Um, we Thank do appreciate you. that. Um, and yeah, keep sending those icebreakers through. Um, I honestly, that was going to be really hard, but I'm pretty happy with how he answered that. Yeah, no, I mean, we did all right. I thought it was going to be Before we finish, that. what is your cuisine? You know how Pappy, cuisine. yeah, Matt uh, Pappy Island. What's Are we going like favorite or what's going to suit the island? Oh, what's going to suit the you island? Know, island? I'm going to go just like fruit salad. Fruit salad? Yeah. Fruit salad's going to be There'll like be the- some shredded people on Every fruit, island. every prime fruit mm-hmm. is always in season. Yeah, okay. They so just fruit salad. It's just prime conditions. So it's like you got like mangoes, raspberries, blueberries, watermelons, oh, rock melon on the go. Oh, he's got that on pot. Look mm. at him. That's yeah. my- That's how- Fruity Yeah, man. it's like that real chill island vibe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and fruit's our, just, fruit's our main cuisine. So when you're going out for a nice dinner, it's just like just a good fruit. good spread. <laughs> And then fruit cocktails. Uh, fruit cocktails. <laughs> and everything's just based around fruit. And then, like, you can eat, like, any trees you can just eat. Like the Cabri well, but did yeah. you ever say the Cabri well, where it just yeah. eats everything? Yeah. Every tree's got, like, fruit on it, and you can just eat it. That's mad. That's pineapple? my dream. I actually like that. Pineapple? Yeah, pineapple. Got that's a bit pineapple. Hawaii about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm, no, one punch. That's my, yeah. The Pappy Punch. The Pappy, Pappy punch. punch. Pappy Land. Pappy yes. Land, where you get fruit, warm water, and good weather all year round. So, Pappy, you got a new uh, accessory. Uh, is that an Adidas boot you got there? <laughs> Adidas moon boot. Uh, um, obviously, pretty devastating, mate, but, you know, how are you feeling now and, um, you know, what's next for you? Yeah, it's obviously not ideal. Um, not Adidas. Everything else is, though, so shout out Adidas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a it's a weird one. Obviously, um, gee, it was a couple of weeks ago now, but uh, up at Suncorp, um, I think it was only a few minutes to go, about five or six minutes to go, and... I uh, went to make a tackle, which um, once I've, I think I've said this on the podcast before, I'm not built for making tackles, but uh, this scenario just showed it. But um, yeah, so broke my, well, dislocated my ankle, um, broke my fibula, ruptured my deltoid and ruptured my syndesmosis. So um, did a bit of damage uh, at the time, which I, I think it's honestly best case scenario, to be honest, out of um, everyone that they were tossing up. Um, at the stadium, um, I think that's pretty lucky it wasn't a compound fracture. Um, it actually stayed in the skin, but they were saying they were a bit worried because there was a bit of blood on my sock. Yeah. I think it must have been from like a previous tackle. Yeah. Um, so I think when they came out, everyone was sort of thinking, oh, shit, it's yeah. out. Um, and then, yeah, when you're on the ground and you sort of hear people around you and yeah. um, you sort of go into a bit of a panic. But, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. I just got to – I don't know. It's hard to – it's hard. I'm usually a really positive guy and yeah. um, I think – this one hit me a bit harder just purely because it's taken me so long from the knee to come back. And uh, yeah, now I'm just sort of sitting here knowing that I've not as long ahead of me, but I do have another rehab and it, it does require a lot of mental and physical energy. And I think it's just wrapping your head around going back for that journey. So um, yeah, it sucks. And I think I'm still coming to terms with it. I think 
Um, yeah, like I said, I'm usually a pretty positive guy, but at the moment it's just, yeah, down the dumps and feeling sorry for myself, but I'm sure I'll kick out of it. But yeah, just a little uh, mishap during a game and happens to everyone. So Yeah, it's tough. Like, you know, even out there on the, at the time and, you know, you, you deserve a bit of time to grieve because especially after what you've been through and coming back and, you know, being a successful couple games, playing really well and then something for like that to happen is just, you know, shattered for you. And I remember being out there and I was sort of on the other side of the field and then I seen you go down and then I could see you, you know, you knew something was wrong and then that's when I knew something was wrong, ran over and then I heard Mun and he was saying, you probably would have heard Mun too, he was saying, you know, oh, it doesn't look good either. And yeah. then I just, I remember sitting down next to you and then just like looking at you and I knew it was not good. Like I didn't know what was what was going on, but you could immediately tell like, you know, something's not good and it's just come back like, shit, not again. Like that was going through my head, yeah. but like what was going through your head at the time when, you know, when yeah. something happened? Did you feel it instantly just, you knew yeah. something was gone or? Instantly I, you know, you just, I'm sure you've had injuries. It's just like, you just feel like something shouldn't be where it's meant to be. And um, I remember just having that feeling and then looking down and then my foot was just a little bit off. Um, out to the right and like I think that shock of seeing that and then feeling the pain it was like ah, oh, like what like what have I done here you know yeah, and then yeah. it's sort of the pain didn't go away and then you sort of feel everyone come around you and um, you just like you just get this feeling that you know it's really bad and uh, I remember just sort of yeah rolling around in pain and to be honest it was probably more painful than my knee really yeah I think Probably visually seeing it yeah, and being like, yeah. oh, fuck, it's actually, right, yeah, 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 that's not where it's meant to be. And then um, everyone coming around and then I don't remember much of the like straight, like immediately Immediate, after, yeah, yeah. like who sort of came up to me and who was speaking to me. I just remember Jonesy coming up to me being like, oh yeah, everything's where it's meant to be and all that. And I was like, mate, I just fucking so looked just at my foot. Lied <laughs> <to you. laughs> straight lied to you. I was like, mate, I just looked at my foot. I don't think it's meant to be there, but I think- like he made me believe that like, yeah, it's it's in now and yeah, like, yeah, you can yeah, just chill yeah. out, which I think yeah. they're meant to do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's giving you a bit of confidence because no I, seen, I seen your ankle ball <laughs> and I'm like, and I was like, oh, I think it's compound because yeah. obviously I didn't, I don't know, I'm not a yeah. doctor, but I just seen that big long bo- bottom bo- like bone of your ankle that's out in the, out of this near the sock and I'm like, oh, it could be compound, but yeah, lucky it yeah. wasn't, so it was I, good. I have watched like replays of it just, I don't know, just to see how it happened, but. Yeah, you're right. Like I seen like your reaction. Then you see big Pano run over. Yeah, and, he was. He was um, Jordan Ricky too. It was well, like, yeah. like I know now I wasn't carrying on because like, their reaction yeah, sort yeah, of tailed it all. But yeah, I guess it was a bit unlucky. Like I got caught under Nelson and poor Nelson, man. Like he'd been getting messages um, just from I wouldn't say fans if they're saying this stuff to him, but like he'd been copping it pretty hard since then. Really? Just about, yeah, about like, why would you throw yourself in that position? All this sort of stuff. And it's like, mate, accidents happen. And yeah, I, yeah. I made sure I, um, he come and visit me in hospital um, the next day and um, just, yeah, reassured to him that mate, it's, there's no hard feelings. It is it is what it is. It's That's footy sometimes. It's pretty and, poor people messaging Nelson about it. Well, it just goes to show. contact sport, unfortunately. I know. They don't understand don't the yeah, game. They don't, like, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they don't know what's. There's a freak incident. And, yeah. I don't know. Just like I said, it's just first coming to terms with it and then. Going down to the sheds after, like, so this is what the um, what the medicos were telling me after, right? So there was a cardiac arrest up in one of the top stands. Oh shit! So they were like attending to that, and that's why they told me it took so long to come, come down onto oh, really? the field. Yeah, and I was oh, like, wow. oh god! But hopefully the blokes are right. I think he was stable um, yeah. after speaking to him after a while. But 
yeah, so there was a bit going on at Suncorp that night. And then, yeah. um, well, even I think we had a couple of head knocks not that long after. And then, and then Zave went down there was, before yeah, yeah. that as well. So yeah, yeah. Like, so I remember Jonesy was saying, like, we had no doctors or anything around <laughs> to do the head knocks or X was, um, I think it was his ankle. And Jonesy was just out there just going on his own, <laughs> Honestly, rattled. It felt like so long I was on the field. Um, and then when they come out and brought me the green whistle, I was like, to be honest, the pain was still there until I got like medicabbed off and I was in the rooms. Yeah. The pain, like I reckon it was probably an hour and a bit, hour and a half. I reckon the pain started to settle once I was in the ambulance off to the hospital. Yeah, so like, so you're still in pain for a long time. I was time. still in pain for a long time, but then I was also like just, the green whistle just does weird things to you. Yeah, so I was like real emotional. Yeah, it was and, <laughs> it wasn't, I've never had it before. Nah, but nah, nah, every time I've like? seen, every time time I've seen people time. do it, Oh, like, really? Oh. First time. So, um, if I can describe the taste of it, it'd be like a juicy fruit, the chewies. And, it's not bad. Um, like licorice. I reckon. Oh, black licorice. You know what? When I describe it to people, I don't say it's licorice. It actually tasted like Sambuca. Oh, you know the yeah, shot? that's licorice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It like, tasted like that and then you just don't feel it working so you're sucking harder and harder and harder yeah, and then, and then it just hits you. I remember getting down the room after and I was like, oh, this thing's done. And they're like, I was like, can I have another one? And they're like, oh, trust me, you'll, yeah, like, yeah, you'll yeah, be all right. You're soon, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I got into the ambulance, it was cool, but- um, I remember just being like heaps emotional. I think I was like apologizing like Frankie and like oh. my manager is at the game. He come down. I was like apologizing to him and um, Dave Donahue, our old CEO, come down to the sheds. Oh, He's yeah. the Bronco CEO now. Yeah. So yeah, like I think in those times you you get see the support you've got. But um, yeah, I was a bit delirious for a few few hours there, and um, yeah. yeah, just happy. Sort of the pain went away, and once I got to the hospital, they looked after me, and um, yeah. It's, experience that uh, you don't wish to go through, but yeah. Um, yeah, now I've been through it, you just got to look at the bright, brighter side of things and hopefully come out the other side. Spoke better. to Tarek, he, uh, he reckons he'd come and seen you that <laughs> night um, and he was saying that obviously you're still a little bit out of it and you didn't shower. Uh, you couldn't shower. Oh, you couldn't, yeah. So he uh, he reckons you still had your footy gear on and he had to change you. Mm. And he Gee, reckons, uh, he reckons yeah. they, they, they really, big reason why they call you Big Puppy. <laughs> Is that true? Nah, nah. I was, the, well, the donk, the new donk. To be fair, I was in budgies all night, so it's probably the reverse, to be honest. Um, but the, no, shrinker. He, the, shrink, the shrinker. <laughs> the shrimp. The shrimp. Yeah, the ice bath. Oh, yeah. Lucky, lucky Taz come and uh, it wasn't a lady nurse, but um, – <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he um yeah he came down to the hospital and so did a lot of people and I like I'm not actually sure exactly who because I was a bit like, out of it so I sort of went off the green whistle and then they put me on happy gas to put me into a cast just because they they literally said to they me like, move yeah so oh. they said to me I was just laying there and they go okay so we're gonna give you like some happy juice um because <laughs> you've got to <laughs> like put your fix your ankle up it's gonna be really like uncomfortable and I was like oh it's sweet. Um, I was preparing. I was like, oh, yeah. like I'm going to feel this. It's going to suck. Yeah. I remember them putting the mask over me and then like waking up and like it was in a cast. And I was like, really? Oh, so you went to sleep? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, he, and then the anesthetist, is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, he must have come in. He's like, oh, like, did you feel it? And I was like, no, nah, like, oh. I didn't feel anything. He's like, sweet, done my job. And he just walked out. And I was like, I didn't even know his name. Yeah. He just came in here, <laughs> put gas on me, and then just walked out of the room. Sleep and left. Um, but no, as soon as I woke up from that, Tarek come in um, and yeah, I got moved to another room and I haven't had a shower yet. So they were just sort of going to leave me there overnight because I had surgery at eight in the morning. Yeah. So it was sort of just like, we'll just leave him no, and yeah, yeah. let me sleep and whatnot. But yeah, God bless Tarek. You come in and um, 
I think he's had a few leg breaks. So obviously he's, he's been in the hospital with his kids a few times. So he yeah. understood what it's like to be in a hospital and, um, yeah, he's just straight away to the nurse. Oh, can I get some uh, wet wipes? Can I get some water? Can I get this, that? And it was just like my dad just doing knew, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 He just knew, just, what he knew, knew what to do. And, so he wiped um, me down? He wiped me down, oh, yeah. He oh took, took my jocks off, wiped me down. Like you wiped to, down there or what's the nah, go there? Nah. I wiped myself, but. You, you um, wouldn't remember. You're on the happy gas. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I think I wiped myself down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then they ended up like cutting my boot off. So my boot's in pieces. Um Still Obviously to it. get out, yeah, still got it. Still Little got memento, it. Cut up. still cut up. Um, I don't know what they did with my jersey. They're real stingy with the jersey, right, Storm? So like, Houston Polly went and grabbed that. Can I grab that up? Jersey back? <laughs> yeah, I'll sew it back up. up. By the time I'll sew it back up. I don't remember like them taking my jersey off. I just like I just remember waking up with my shorts and my socks. I'm like, they obviously don't care about that. Yeah. So I've got the shorts and socks at home. Um, I don't think I'll give them back. The but boys them. They, yeah. might, they might message you for the <laughs> shorts and socks. They might just, I'll just know. have like, I'll get paid less this <laughs> month and <laughs> I'll take it out of my pay. <laughs> Shirt, socks. Oh, 100 nah, bucks. Yeah, Taz come in. Um, he was awesome. I think he stayed till like 4.30. Um, what a man. Mm. And then the nurse even come out. She's like, oh, do you want me to get you a, a bed so you can just sleep here? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll wander back now. And he left at 4.30. And then, um, yeah, I don't actually remember anything in between that and then when I was in the sur- like room just pre-surgery just ready to go yeah ready to go and then um, I was that tired so by the time they just put the mask on I was like Ow. I don't even remember like, you know they yeah, usually get yeah, you to yeah. count down yeah. or do yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that I don't even remember that. I was just like oh yeah and then just fell asleep Trash. woke up woke up to mum and dad walking in the room and I was like fuck like what are mum and dad doing here yeah. like, then it, like I was like, for a second I thought I was back in Sydney because I was yeah. like what are they doing here but they flew up and um, come spend a few days with me and oh, like nice. I said, like Big plenty meal. of the lads come to hospital and um, yeah, just sat by my side, had a chat and yeah, it was just good to have that support and it's, yeah, it just goes to show how strong of a team you are when you've got guys coming in on their day off and they could be travelling back just to see you. So Big, The old man would have been brought his clubs up. He would have been cleaning yeah. his clubs in front of that front he of you. He said hello and then straight down on the golf course, yeah. I reckon. Big Neil, he was pretty keen to have a hit. I think he asked the surgeon when I'd be able to play again. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, he'd be listening. He listens to everyone of our potties. So big shout out, Neil, you're yeah, watching. Um, thanks for coming up. And uh, yeah, Mun's keen on a game of golf. So yeah, I'll be keen. Uh, hit him up and I'm sure you'll... Uh, I think he's off like 23, so a bit of a burglar. Yeah, yeah I played that last time. He was actually pretty good though at Q. Yeah, he wasn't he's too right. bad. He, he wasn't, wasn't too bad. bad. But um, yeah, no, they they looked after me for a few days. Well, when I say looked after me, I just went back to Sydney and Chilled just up. worked from home. And mm. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen some of your Insta stories with the old man. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's so yeah, funny. Lunch break and he's on the bloody he's, golf. He's, <laughs> he's got a, I think he's got a Bucks weekend and they're playing golf up at Nelson Bay and he just oh. wanted to get ahead of the pack. You know what he's like? Check the course out. Check the course out. See, uh, see what mode he's going to have to play in. But um, yeah, I think this the last sort of week, it's been tough, but at the same time, um, there's people going through tougher times, so mm. I just got to give myself a bit of reality check and um, get back to things. But yeah, I mean the support's been massive, so um, I guess if you you got support like that behind you, it's it's much easier to go through a rehab like you boys know. And um, yeah, hopefully come out the other side. And surgery went well. Like how long have they given you a time frame? Yeah, so surgery went well. Um, so they put they put a plate in down the outside, yep. and they put ten screws in, and then a tightrope. So um, that was for the synesmosis. Synesmosis, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got it, got it out of the cast yesterday. Um, just got some new padding sort of put on the sides, and it was actually weird to look at it. Like I've never seen my ankle like that before, but it's just like all the stitches down the side, yeah. and 
just so fat. But um, yeah, surgery went really well. He was happy. Um, Dr. Ben Foster up there in Brisbane. Um, yeah, he was really happy. He'd been messaging me since just to stay on top of um, the pain and, and what I need to do going forward. But yeah. yeah, it seemed pretty positive, the whole experience. And um, yeah, I think return to play, I'm not sure, but hopefully I'm training in the new year. I think that's the plan, that's good. Um, which will be, yeah, what's that? Three months or something. So yeah, yeah it's no shattered kneecap, which I'm grateful for. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, it's still a big rehab ahead and I'm hopefully good to go for round one next no, year. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to be playing against you next year, mate, with yeah. comeback season. Especially with a pre, pre-season and how fit you'll be and how much rehab and all the muscles and everything. Obviously, getting it right now, you have to worry about your knee now. So you can obviously rehab both of them. And I'm pretty excited to see what you can do next year. Yeah. You're probably yeah. getting a lot of messages of support too, which is good. And, uh, you know, we always got your back and um, the boys got your back. So, um, you know, we'll always be there for you if you need anything. But, yeah, it's good to... Um, good to have you back around us and obviously not the right situation, but we know you'll come back yeah. better than ever, bro. The support's been like the support's been overwhelming. Like it's been getting messages from people you just never think you get messages from before yeah. that were watching and that just care. And it's like that gives me a bit of motivation to go, like, okay, like I've been through I've been through worse, which is yep, yeah, fair enough. And this will still be tough in its own right. But to have people say that my journey from the last one inspired them to get up and do something or bounce back from their own adversity. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's what's going to get me going again. And yeah. like you said, that motivation um, to come back from the knee, yeah, it was, it was to win a premiership and this year was the goal to, to be a part of that. But um, I think that's part of the disappointment now has been like, okay, that's that's not realistic anymore for myself. Um, but at the same time, let's, let's go again next year and let's just move the goalposts and um, yeah, now I've got so many people behind supporting me. It's like, don't want to let them down. Don't want to let myself down. And I've already come this far. So yeah. no, I appreciate the support lads. It's, um, it's good to be back in the studio. Good to be back talking trash and, um, yeah, I'll be good. So yeah, I uh, think you're like <laughs> on top of that too. Like, I think what you've been through as well and what you're going to go through, you motivate a lot of people as well. Like I've had a couple of messages from, you know, people I went to school with and, uh, one of the girls I went to school, school with sent that message and I sent it to yeah. you guys and saying how yeah. much motivation you were um, to her to get through her own challenges as well. So that's big ups to you, you know, just shows, you know, the person you are and um, you probably don't think it, um, but you, yeah, you're motivating a lot of people as well. So um, good on you, brother. And oh, Thank you. I'm big sure things, you'll mate. do it again and I'm sure you'll motivate some more people. So I'll be right. Call me cool. Iron Man. I've got that many screws in me at the moment. <laughs> I'll be good. Fans, <laughs> but uh, enough of me, lads. Obviously a massive win last week. Husey, you weren't a part of it, but you yeah. were. Um, big win over the Roosters, uh, qualifying finals. So it moves us into a prelim. But the man of the moment, Mr. Money Munster, <laughs> put it on a string for Will mm. Warbrick. And uh, I'll let you talk you through the rest. But, um, mate, that was super impressive. And, uh, yeah, I'll let you talk through the game and, and whatnot. But into another prelim for you. And, um, <sighs> yeah, second nature for you now, isn't it? No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, look, it was, um, it was a good game. Uh, I spoke about it probably yesterday in our meetings and that, um, just a couple of little moments, obviously, um, Harry, um, and Wishy, obviously knocking that ball on, mm. uh, we all make mistakes, but it just shows those little moments and then they scored that set. Um, and then I didn't kick that ball in the fifth tackle, tried running it, trying to create something and, uh, got taken in the touch and obviously got a, got given a, got fall from <laughs> the whole bench, from the know? whole Wishy's <laughs> bench. He's on the bench. Yeah, the on the bench yeah. oh, man, I could hear him giving it to me and <laughs> into my face. And that. Him, I was just trying I not to look. Say- 
I was just have they not it. learnt? Like, if there's one thing, there's one guy not to stir up, yeah. it's you. Like, I'm just turning away. I'm not saying anything. But, <laughs> yeah, go on. Like, it's it probably, I'm definitely sure it's motivated for the rest of the game. But, so that happened. Yeah, that, that happened. And then, obviously, Sam Walker kicked the field goal. And then um, we had a couple opportunities to kick the field goal. Um, obviously, I didn't think the time was right. Um, lucky enough that yourself, Husey, and some of the boys in our team, we always do those kind of um, scenarios at training and, we obviously get ready for it just in case it ever come, it comes to fruition. And um, I remember Harry coming to going down the short side and trying to score himself. And I'm thinking far out. I'm, I'm going to have to try and do something special here. I couldn't kick the goal because I felt like Tedesco was in my range to be able to kick it. Yeah. And uh, I knew all week. Um, I remember I know how good Will is in the air. And um, I kind of looked over and I'm, I'm, I kicked it for him. And I was surprised. Obviously, he was there. And I know Ellie and that were all chasing. And when I seen him pluck that ball in the air and their winger, I uh, can't pronounce his name, but he did so well to try and knock that ball oh, out of yeah. his hands and Will somehow just kept his strong hands. And when he scored, it was, yeah, it was a sigh of relief because um, myself and a couple of other blokes in the team at the moment, at that time were kind of almost butchered the game, but <laughs> um, it just come back to, yeah, obviously I didn't really think too much about it. I just knew if I got in the spot, um, hopefully Will can obviously have that clutch moment and, and execute the player that I was hoping he'd execute it because otherwise – I would have got about a thousand messages saying you are oh. useless. <laughs> it was an amazing catch. Like it's crazy. the slow mo, you can just see like his grip on that ball. He was not letting yeah, that he go. Had strong like, it hands, was bro, like that is that is so hard to do. Yeah. Like I, oh. for anyone who hasn't tried it before, for him not to like give a little bobble of yeah. the ball, that is so hard to do. And then him to catch it, get it down, put it on the ground in yeah. that moment like that. Like for one, man, putting it on the spot for him, but two, that catch is like. Crazy. He's yeah. been practicing a lot too, to yeah. be honest. I know he's yeah. come out of the media and said it, but you know, he's always keen to after training, he's always hitting me up like usually kicks and I'm saying, nah, bolt, I'm too old for this. <laughs> I'm my body's stuffed, I'm going to the ice bath. But he's he's always asking, and he always gets someone um to kick for him and you know, I kick for him a couple of times, but you know, he's just practicing it all the time and it's good to see it come out in the game and such a massive play too. We're going off in the box yeah. like Oh, everyone else was Craig wasn't. Obviously, he's <laughs> thinking the worst. Probably, oh, knock on. Are you sure it's not a knock on? It's just bloody well, chair, mate. He's the most negative teller. <laughs> negative teller. We were just going off. Oh, we were screaming, and he, you know, he's just fucking uh, swearing. Playing. Oh, well, on Craig, on, you, could, you pretty much got to sign like like a, a agreement that you can't say anything that he says in the box. Yeah. Like he's just so personal and negative. I, I, I don't. I get <laughs> out of the. I get out of the box times and think, God, we're we such a negative club. <laughs> yeah. Like we won on the weekend, and he was still being negative. And I'm just yeah. like, do we win or not? Someone had to say I think it was after the meeting I think you said you're like did we win or did we just lose because yeah. he was just so what do you uh, reckon the margin is at half time that he'd be comfortable with I'm, none, I'm telling you it wouldn't, none, none. None. it wouldn't even be 40 no, it wouldn't even be 40 no none maybe 100 unless we none. completed 100% yeah maybe and we kicked it 100% and we didn't Zero give any penalties tackles, away yeah. he'd be happy I reckon which but, is impossible yeah to impossible do. he's just obviously he loves high, he's got high standards and he's very passionate but Sometimes I just think a win's a win at times and you got to <laughs> celebrate your wins. But for him, oh, yeah. Nah, it's good that he's got the support crew, like assistant coaches that, that do balance. that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good balance. He's yeah. a negative guy, the negative Nancy, <laughs> but you always need that. And then the other boys are like the fun guys. And um, no, nah, they, they got a good balance. They got to have someone in the box for his. Oh, he's got to have a peacemaker. <laughs> peacemaker. He's got to have something <laughs> in his heart. Peacemaker. Peacemaker or peacemaker. Two different things. And he's peace and he's come to peace and he's a pacemaker. Honestly, he's. I don't know how many times he's had a cardiac arrest. Yeah, honestly. He's, he's hard to be pumping that much. Mm. He works himself up a fair bit. It's funny. Yeah. Obviously, Hughes, you're in the box, so you would have yeah. rode the emotions with him. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's scary at times, but um, 
yeah, I guess that's his passion. His passion. passion. Yeah, his passion. Show. I don't know if he, if he wasn't like that, or you've seen him sort of dwindle off that, you'd probably question if he cared yeah, or not. Yeah, so. exactly. At least you know he cares. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't your only big player of the night, man. You also put a nice little hit on. Hit of the week, they reckon. <laughs> it's probably my first tackle I made all year. <laughs> you know what? I've actually seen Josie all week for that shoulder because I think I've, I think I've broken it. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, look, I, I got lucky. Um, I know Sammy Walker were pretty well. Um, he looked at me and then looked away, and I thought that's my perfect opportunity to try and blindside him. Um, and I knew, obviously, we have a lot of video, and I've seen Tedesco crabbing across, and I felt like I probably needed to to go and make the play. And yeah. Um, I know he looked at me and then he didn't think I was coming. And then I went really last minute when he passed it. Surprised and, him. Yeah, I kind of got lucky there. Um, I, th- I landed it pretty well, um, but it still won't be the, the bigger hit than what George Sheffield got me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I'll take at least I've got a highlight reel for that a tackle now. It's not the other way around. like, though. It was to full alike. Living in your head rent free, obviously, oh. man. You haven't forgotten about that. No, nah, no, nah, I still have nightmares about it. Georgie Tafua, 2019. Yeah, Ended yes. up on what? ESPN? ESPN. House of Highlights? Yeah. House of Highlights. House of Highlights, yeah. I think. I think so there's a lot of just, people that have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> my ribcage is still shaking, but um, <laughs> nah, I just, yeah, I just got lucky there. I think it was probably one of my best defensive. Uh, plays or displays the whole year so hopefully I can bring it on, on uh, Friday night another great crowd on what night did we play Friday or Saturday Friday Friday night so you had obviously at the MCG you had um, was it Carlton Carlton D's yeah playing so I think they had 96,000 or something there and we had 20,000 and so. we had 20,000 yeah. so it's like which is pretty good like compared to you know, oh, yeah it's, for sure when you got a massive game like that across the road and if you told anyone that didn't know anything about footy or anything, but you'd say something, there's a game over there with 96,000 and there's another game here that's not the biggest sport in Melbourne, mm. you'd think, oh, we'll get nothing. But 20,000, like... 20, yeah, 20, I think what's capacity? 25? 25, 30, 30, I think. 30, yeah. yeah. So you got, yeah, like... But we got most, that. like, loyal um, supporters, best oh, supporters, yeah. members. Oh. They show up every week and, um, you know, even when we're not playing that well, they, they're always there cheering us on and... Um, they were very loud on the weekend and probably got us over the line, to be honest. I love the I love the sporting, like in Melbourne, like you look like we were playing games or we were just down on the weekend, we might have a buy or anything like that. But blokes blokes and women are still going out in their like AFL kit or their sport kit. Like and they're in all rich men walking around pubs and going towards the game and they're with their kids and stuff. I just, yeah. you don't see it anywhere else in Australia. Mm. Like I know obviously Brisbane's like massive for rugby league, but I know the Caxton, they get pumped, but you don't see that kind of like camaraderie of like AFL teams just wearing their colours and coming mm. to the game. Like, yeah, it's crazy. They've done it really well, Melbourne, with their sporting, um, obviously with all their sport. But yeah, I just, I think honestly, Queensland and like and Sydney could probably take a little bit of a leaf out I of their book there. Yeah, that's right. Like on Friday, I was um, obviously I didn't play, so I had to come in early. I think it was like one, two o'clock in the Arvo before the game, the train. And I was going down Swan and there was like, Heaps of people with like their storm jerseys yeah. on, eh? Like ready to go to the game, and I was like, the game's in ages. <laughs> Obviously, they were getting down to the pub and getting a few schooners into them before the game, but it was just it's real cool to see it. It's actually such a vibe driving down Swan whenever there's a game on, like a home game. Mm. Um, whenever I go, if we're playing at home, I like going down there. Yeah. I can go the other way, but it's a buzz, I, eh? yeah, yeah, you get a buzz. You see a lot of storm jerseys out there and um, purple hair, and they, they really get around it. It gives you a bit of buzz going to the game. So it's so cool um, to see. Like, awesome like I said, I haven't played in a while, but like when you drive and sort of is it down Lennox when you go down Lennox and you turn on the Swan and like yeah, the yeah, Richmond yeah. clubs in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just always see Storm jerseys yeah. there. It's like it's so good. Like it's just yeah. a cool feeling knowing that they're out enjoying themselves, but they're eventually going to make their way down and watch you play yeah. and like. 
it's a, it is a cool feeling. Like mine said, Melbourne sport that's just unbelievable. Any sport it is, but especially our Melbourne Storm fans, they mm. uh, always come out in numbers. They're very passionate. Um, probably the most passionate fans you'll come across. I stayed in Richmond the night before the game because uh, obviously I wasn't getting much sleep at home. And then I walked to the game from because I was staying literally in oh. Richmond there. Well, you walked to this I last walked, game. Yeah, I walked. Yeah, I was, I was, it felt so good, like what, seeing all the fans and everyone around. I was just like, I might need to walk around here more often. Like, <laughs> it was just a good buzz. Like, it just felt great. Like yeah. it, just the atmosphere and that. Yeah, right. Doesn't know that. Maybe you should stay, uh, stay in Richmond more often. Oh, yeah. It's the place to be. I'm not doing it in Sydney. I'll probably get thrown rocks or something. <laughs> well, we we stay pretty much <laughs> near, yeah, yeah. near the stadium anyway. Yeah, yeah true. But, yeah, good luck walking there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you'd make it. Um, but why that probably leads to the next like why do you love playing at home so much? Obviously you got your fans and the crowd and whatnot, but um I think our old boys speak about it a fair bit. It used to be called the graveyard. So um it's not just the fans, but it's also the weather, it's also just the feel you get when you go into Amy Park and obviously we're so familiar with the place. So um so something I wanted to ask you, lads, obviously played a few games there now, but what's what's your favorite thing about playing at Amy Park and what makes it so special? Yeah, I think apart from the um I guess the fans and um, our loyal supporters. It's just the field and just the stadium as well. Mm. Like it's probably one of my favourite stadiums to play at. Like it's not, you know, it's not the big SunCorp or anything, but it's it's just nice and tight. Like mm. it's nice. Um, you know, it's not a massive stadium, and everyone that's in the um, stands get a good look at it, and you can hear them. It just yeah. feels um, nice and then tight. And like I said, going down Swan and just feeling that vibe of being at home and all the fans there. That's that's one thing I love about it. So. Um, yeah, that's why I love playing at home. Man. Yeah, it's a bit like the Suncorp feeling, you know, like rugby league field, it's rectangular, mm. like just everyone, all the crowd, like regardless of how much you get, like I know biggest stadiums and stuff have more people, but you actually can feel the crowd next to you and you yeah. can feel that roar and um, that's something I reckon really, um, really makes me feel like I'm at home and obviously the purple jerseys help. But um, for us, I think because we train all the time in the wet, and the cold and obviously it's always cold around June to August and <laughs> field's always muddy and sloppy and you always get into that grindy kind of footy. We're not pretty, but I think it just helps us get down and dirty and win those games, you know? So I know t- some teams like obviously Queensland and Sydney, they have nice weather all the time. So when they come down and it's a little bit colder than usual for them, um, a little bit wet and they can't really play the style of footy they want to play and we just get into that grind. I think that's just what makes Melbourne so good and that's why it probably was called the graveyard because no one wanted to come down to cold, wet Melbourne. It's <laughs> a good point. But um, we'll move on, quickly touch on this uh, week's game. Obviously massive, another prelim final. Um, we've got the Panthers at a core stadium, I think it is. Yep. So um, not at their home ground, which I think, yeah, it's another advantage to us there. So no reason why we can't. But um, yeah, big game. And like I said, you don't take prelims lightly. So um, how you boys feeling for that? Hughesy obviously still probably 50-50, but um, man, you're a certainty. So um, how are you feeling? Uh, like I said, probably getting boring for you prelim finals now, but uh, yeah, it's a big game and um, I guess a different squad to what you're usual to. So you're a bit of a leader now and yeah, what's different for you this week? Oh, it's the young squad. We're really excited to um, be in another prelim. Uh, we, we got out of jail last week, but I think we're stepping forward um, and getting better um, with our footy. It's not pretty at times. Um, we show glimpses on how good we can be, but I'm just really proud of our group. Um, we've got a young group. I'm probably the oldest in the group with obviously Hughesy, Walshy, and a couple others. And scary to think, me coming through, um, I was always probably one of the younger boys coming through, so I didn't really have to worry about um, everything else. Just kind of played footy and that, but probably um, – 
just obviously I need to hire, have higher standards out training and and lead the the younger boys a bit better um, and and what the preparation looks like and that. But yeah, the boys have been doing really well. I know we didn't had a bit of a hiccup um, in our spine against the Bronx, but thought we'll, we'll move forward against the Roosters. I know it didn't look pretty at times, and that's final footy. You got to take your moments, and we just didn't take them. But I still have that belief that we've got the side to to go real deep and and make the grand final. Um, obviously. Penrith the the benchmark and the rightly so they've been the best team all year for the last what two or three years and but I have that m- mindset or that mentality that if you play your best footy um, you can obviously beat anyone on their day and um, that's what well, we need to play our best footy and and play our best skin to obviously get that opportunity to go to the grand final. Yeah, I reckon that's like that's like partly why I'm so disappointed. I guess is like hurting my ankles. I'm like, fuck, I really feel like we're genuine shot this year and I mm. want to be a part of that but now it's going to be a part of it just in a different role but like you said man it's an exciting group and I'm sure every team says that but once you've experienced it you know who you've got around you and this year especially with momentum being a big buzzword it's mm. um yeah it's definitely definitely reachable so are you Husey any any comments on the game this week yeah, or yeah. just got to get through and yeah I'm yeah my main thing is just getting the calf right and um, getting on that field and um, I think yeah, Mun summed it up pretty well. Like, we just need to focus on ourselves, and um, like you said, if we can play our best footy, uh, we can beat anyone on their day. And but we just need to bring our best footy, and um, obviously we need to against such a good team like Penrith, and just can't give them anything. We got to win our moments, and we can't drop off any moment because they will, they will, um, you know, take take control of the game and mm. take advantage of of that. So we just need to be on our game. But um, I'm confident the boys have been really upbeat this week. Um, obviously prelim finals are really hard to get to and grand finals are even harder so I think the boys are uh, relishing the the challenge and um, you know real upbeat this week and um, hopefully we can do a great job on, on Friday and hopefully I can be out there Fingers crossed eh? hopefully we're back here next week preparing for a grand final mm-hmm. that's the goal um, and yeah we'll have a bonus episode obviously as well so cool. fingers crossed big game from you boys this week but now we'll dive into the Oz American Ace community plenty of questions getting around um, some great questions coming too so thank you for them um, we'll get through a few of them today and um, we'll save a few for next week as well but mm. off the bat to start us off from Bucky's underscore question for Bucky. money do you like the pressure of being the make something out of nothing player <laughs> Uh, yeah, I probably do. Um, I think that was probably something that obviously I've been training all week with Will about that moment, but, um, to get it off, obviously in the game and, um, I, and I'm Will icing it. Um, it was a ballsy play. Um, but, um, I'm a bit of a gambler in a way, um, <laughs> on and off the field, on, on and off the field. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I just seen that moment where if I kick the field goal, we still got to win the game. Yeah. I felt like, I felt like, yeah, it would be nice to ice the field goal at times, but. I wanted to win the game instead of going to the extra time. And um, if it would come off, it come off, which it did. But if it didn't, I'd hold my head up high and go, I took the moment. And if it didn't come off with me, I'll still live with that moment. And mm-hmm. I'd rather be sitting there at the end of the day, game going, at least I tried something and I didn't try it. And if I just sat there going, what if I didn't try it? Mm-hmm. So that was something that I obviously go through. Um, I'd be, like I said, a bit of a gambler, but yeah, I did like that moment. It's a good question. Great answer too. I didn't really know that about Bucky. you. But uh, yeah, thanks Bucky for that one. Next one's from Jade Pickens. Uh, this one's for everyone. What's your favourite way to unwind after a game? Me? Well, everyone. 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 Mine's unwind. Oh, really? Red wine. Red? Yeah. Red wine, like, Rome. It's hard for me to get to sleep after a game because I've got a lot of adrenaline, a lot of caffeine. So 
Um, I, I feel like a wine, a uh, couple of reds. Yeah, a couple of reds gets me to uh, gets me to bed. So yeah, right. And then obviously the KFC on the way home. But usually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if I've had a good performance, I usually just sit there and watch a movie or. Um, yeah, I'll play some games on my phone. Um, if I haven't played great, I'd probably usually go back over the game and, and watch it. Um, I don't usually do that at times, but if I feel like I've been really bad, um, like the Bronx game, I really go over and watch how I didn't inject myself in the game. So, um, yeah, that's probably something I usually do after games, but usually I just watch movies. It doesn't, performance doesn't really get me too down and dumps, but against the Bronx, we had a really good opportunity and I felt like I, didn't inject myself, so that's why the reason why I watched that game after that. Fair enough. And mine best you? way to unwind after a game. Um, I just like doing something that's just not related to footy at all, whether that's mm. go play golf or um do some life admin. Just starting that's probably my best way of unwinding. Yeah, get away from it for a little bit because you know you're coming back in a few days later for a view <laughs> and yeah. back amongst it. So that's probably my way. Good question, Jade. Um, all right, Cameron Slade's the next one. Would you rather be MVP, NBA, or NFL? I'm NFL. NFL. So I'm probably overthinking it, but I reckon I reckon NBA. Okay. Well, NBA. I reckon NBA is way harder to get. I know there's six I reckon games, NFL yeah. is just quarterbacks get it. Yeah. Where NBA, there's a lot of different players, so I feel like you're doing a better job if you're getting... You feel like with the NBA you can get yourself into NBA. the game because there's six games? Is that, are you talking about the MVP of the season or you mean MVP of the game? No. No, of the season. Grand final, of yeah. the season. Oh, apologies, yeah. apologies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I reckon I'll go NBA. Okay. I'm sticking M- NFL. NFL still. I'm sticking NFL. Yeah. NFL. So he's obviously QBs then. QBs. I'm running back, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you're not getting it then. Christian, Christian McCaffrey. Underpaid them. Next one backs. was from MH Baddy. 777. that's my sister. Is that your sister? Yeah. <laughs> the Baddy. Yeah, that's my sister. Well, shout out. What's her name? Montes. Montes. Montes asked me, how do you mentally get over an injury without giving up on the motivation to carry on? Like, great question. That's actually a good question from her. I was expecting something <laughs> out, of the, out of the ordinary, but great that's question. actually not too bad. I like that. Um, how do I mentally get over an injury without giving up on the motivation to carry on? Um, I think the, f- the first simple answer is, well, it's literally my job to get over this. So <laughs> um, I get paid to come back and play, which is sort of probably the obvious answer. But um, I think through the darker days, I think you just got to lean on the support around you and realize it's um, it's bigger than you, the injury. I think, you're, yeah, you sort of feel sorry for yourself for a little bit there. But um, I think for me, it's, yeah, just thinking about the bigger picture and just realizing that someone's generally worse in a worse position than I am. And if I can get through this and spread the message to someone else and can get them through something, then um, I feel like I jo- I've done my job. So that's probably my mentality. I'm not sure if you boys are any different. Yeah, I'm pretty similar. Um, I probably haven't touched wood. I haven't had too many um, long, I guess, long you did injuries. Back stuff early yeah, on, that's yeah, pretty. Scary. That's pretty. Yeah, it was all in a probably good time. It was all off season, so which was and preseason. Yep. So you know how much I like missing preseason. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think. Like you said, just leaning on uh, your support crew. Like I know at times you you might feel like you know you don't want to be a burden on them or anything, or you don't want to be asking you know your family and to help you out with stuff when you can't do stuff when you're injured. So, but I think you know they they do anything for you. Mm. Um, you know, especially if you got such a good support support crew around you. Um, you know, just leaning on them and even if it's just to have a chat and that, I feel like it's good and 
um, for the motivation, just getting back. Obviously, got to get back because that's our job. But <laughs> you know, we most of us will dream of being in the NRL, and um, you know, you don't want it to go away because you had a bad injury. You want to you know stick at it and be in the NRL as long as you can. So I reckon that's my motivation. Just yeah. you know, still still my dream to be playing um, you know professional sport. Man, you had long-term injuries? Anything? I think the club would have been pretty excited about this one. I broke my jaw, so I couldn't talk all, uh, <laughs> um, for, long, for about three or four weeks. Club or everyone? Everyone around the club. Uh, I, had soup, so I reckon I lost, I reckon I lost five kilos when I broke my jaw, so I couldn't eat. only ate soup for two or three weeks. Um, oh, well. Shout out to Corey Oates, headbutt me. Um, but um, yeah, that's probably the touch of wood. That's probably the worst injury I've had um, for the long period of time, which I've been pretty lucky about. Um, but yeah, no, look, obviously on that, uh, yeah, I wouldn't know the, the tough, the dark days at this current stage, which I don't really want to be, be in, but at the end of the day, um, everything happens for a reason and I'm sure mentally, you're a mentally strong person perhaps and I, I can't wait for this comeback season. But just um, obviously touching on um, all that kind of stuff, I just think if you're lucky enough to be able to call time on your career at your way, I think that's that's the best way. I don't think... I think some people have the, um, are unfortunate enough that injuries do put them out, and, mm. um, and so only only some people get the good fairy tale. And hopefully, us three in the room can obviously call time in our careers when we're ready to. So yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed for that. That's a good shout. And then there's one more injury based one. Tommy Hillard, um, are you more frustrated, more prepared for this setback now that you know? To be honest, I'm probably more frustrated than the first one, just purely because of everything I've been through and everything I know that I'm going to have to go through again. Um, I know a lot of people say it's usually easier the second time around, and it might be at the end of it. Looking back, it's probably going to be easier. But right now, a week after it, um, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, definitely more frustrated this time around, especially being so close to a grand final and potentially winning another premiership. Um, Yeah, so simple one for me there. Mm -hmm. Definitely this time. Uh, Another one here, who is your favorite player when you were a kid in the NRL? I had a couple, but yeah, I'm mine, just going to go. Mine changed too, actually. I'm going to say like first early memories would have been like Brett Kamali. Mm. Really? Mm. Who was he playing for then? Storm? Sharks. 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 Mm. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. That was lost good. The other <laughs> <laughs> David Peachy. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah. Mine was, yeah, mine changed through as I got older. I had yep. a few different ones, but first one's obviously been um, a Warriors fan when I was young. Stacey Jones. Oh, yeah. Stacey Jones yeah. is a man. He's he was the man, the little general. He was the man. So I'll, I'll go with him. He was probably my first ever rugby league um, idol. He was a gun. Um, oh, I'm going to have to go Darren Lockyer. Being from Rockhampton, Brisbane Broncos fan at that time. Yeah, Darren Lockyer. Darren Lockyer. All right, last one from Kiana. Might take a little bit of thinking this one. Best piece of advice you've ever received from another athlete? Oh, another athlete. Mm, best piece of Advice you've ever received from another athlete? I already got Jeepers, you got one? Yeah. Well, you go then. I think it's uh, one of our own teammates I used to play with was Billy Slater. Yep. Um, this obviously, he, he had a bit of a, a meeting or had a bit of a luncheon and they said someone asked him on who's the most inspirational person in your life. He said himself and everyone was in the room going, what do you mean? But um, he's obviously with that kind of stuff that he was talking about is he got himself to obviously play the footy that he wanted to do. He worked really hard on his craft and worked on it and he felt like his inspiration was himself to make himself a better person. Yeah. So I feel like the time and he put into his footy, the time he put into his in, in his game and his off-field stuff and how he prepared and 
I think that's something, the more you put in, the more you get out of it. Um, and that's something that's really stuck with me, I reckon, mm. since probably last year. It's a good one. Mm, that's Easy. a good one. I've got one. So I didn't play go. with him, but I do like what Hinchy said about. Oh, I was just yeah, thinking that. Sorry, man. You, you put him in the club. Of, I'm going to get in here quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, bro. I was just thinking that. The more you, you put into the club, the more you'll get out of it, or something like, along those that lines. Was, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he said, and then I think he said, "There's never been a truer word spoken." It's like as you go through your career, you figure that out. Yeah. I think. Um, obviously, at the moment, I'm not reaping the rewards of it, but like I said, I've won a premiership, so. Um, there's been there has been good things that happened in my career, and I feel like I'm putting in that work, just knowing that if I do something good, will come out of it, and that's just something that yeah, when you're going through stuff, you just know that if you just keep sticking with it, yeah. um, it will reward you, and yeah, that's that's one. Ryan Hinchcliffe stands out to me. Yeah, well, that was mine, so <laughs> I might have to just. You just go in the tank, or you can just agree. Yeah, I might. Just, I'll go. I'll go. He's not an athlete. Well, he was actually. He was an athlete. Craig Bellamy. Okay. He was an athlete way back. A few games. The Raiders. The I've Raiders. seen one of his highlights where he gave the the most hospital. Hospital. He put that many bikes in the hospital. There's a clip of him. We should get it up. If we get it up of him throwing someone Who's in the park. Yeah, it it someone's old man. Yeah. He's coming to the club. Lance. Dean Lance. Dean Lance. Yeah. Oh, Dean Lance's Lance. John Lance's dad. Gave him an absolute hospital Scott smash. I would never play with that guy again, Craig. And funny enough, he was in the team meeting room and he showed the video. Oh, mate, his son was already shaking his head. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, his quote was just, and it was probably hit me when I come here. It was, you know, if you, you need to be willing to work hard if you want something. Like, if you're not, if you want something, you're not willing to work hard for it. Go find something that, that you will, you will yeah. be willing to work hard. And when I first got to the club, um, that was one of the things, you know, he said, and that was probably one of the things that I needed to kick up the ass for was, you know, just, you know, I needed to put in the work. I, I You know, it's not going to just come to me if I'm not going to get anything out of coming to Melbourne if I'm, you know, not willing to put in the work. And obviously there's a lot of hard work that, you know, the club expects you to do, but it's for good reason. And um, I think that's, Probably one of the biggest, you know, quotes or um, anything that's helped me out. It's a good one during my career and yeah, my time here. All very influential people of the storm too. Yeah. If you, common message there, but um, nah. Thank you for all those questions, yeah, um, comments, YouTube, TikTok. It's um, yeah, we go through and get plenty of laughs out of it, and we do feel the support. So thank you for that. Um, and that wraps us up for episode six mm. of the Clubhouse. So, um, like I said, thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure you do subscribe to the YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Um, it helps us out massively. So, thank you for that. Um, follow us on socials. And, uh, yeah, wish you boys the best this weekend. Um, like I said, big game. But hopefully we're sitting here next week talking about Good a grand hearing. final. Thank you Thanks to all the Aces. Thanks to everyone that has tuned into the Clubhouse podcast. Please make sure you have hit the subscribe button on all our channels and also follow us on social media at Oz American Aces so that you don't miss out on any announcements. Catch you at the clubhouse. Clubhouse.